Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! It's time once again for another episode of Co-Founders Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, Rich uh, Casanova here. Another exciting episode of the Co-Founders Podcast alongside uh, Craig Williams. Um, Glad to be here, man. Right? Yeah. Ditto. I'll, I'll uh, second that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> why not? Uh, and we're broadcasting live on the Pro Business Channel Networks uh, right here in our studio in Atlanta. If you're familiar with Atlanta, we're over, we have our million-dollar Buckhead view. So we invite you to come on in next time you're in town and uh, take a look. And uh, unlike the other guys, we don't charge a fee. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Thank you for uh, tickets for studio tours. Yeah. Right? Yes or yes? Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Craig's giving me the look like, uh, let's get this I'm thing not started. You a look, I know, man. <laughs> it's about I'm that tweeting time. over well, here. Okay, well, it's about that time. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, get it um, going. great week so far, and we're excited to um, uh, roll another episode of the Co-Founders Podcast, which being brought to you in part by WeWork. Oh yeah, and uh, I know we were big fans. Uh, we were um, founding members before they even opened. We were in their pop-up studio here. Yeah, uh, pop-up. Uh, location here in Atlanta, yeah, and um, just huge fans. And actually, uh, we're going to hear some. Um, um, we work stories, stories, experiences. Yeah. That's all right. And so, having said that, let's introduce our first guest before we jump into um, the ladies from P two P Branded. 
Uh, right now, Richard Sims, and you're with uh, Trinosaurus Shrek. Tech. <laughs> you got to love that name. A little bit of a tongue twister, but clever name. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. Uh, excited to be here. And uh, yeah, the company's called Tyrannosaurus Tech. So I like to tell people that we take our work, uh, but not ourselves very seriously. Yeah. So we're basically uh, a software development firm. We do a lot of work with, um, you know, all types of clients, but a lot of work with startups in the area, helping them, you know, build out an initial uh, MVP or prototyping of, I- of an idea. Right. Uh, obviously, also working with more established businesses that are looking to build, again, anything from a web app to a, a mobile application or do some design work internally. Um, so we're kind of a, a creative agency, essentially. Right, right. Uh, love Atlanta. Love the the tech community here. So it's fun to kind of be a part of that and get to see uh, a lot of interesting spaces and uh, industries and ideas that people are passionate about. There is just an amazing vibe and energy here in Atlanta in the uh, startup space, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's, I mean, it's, it's a blast. It's 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 like we're living in times right now that are unlike almost any other time in uh, um, in the history of innovation, right? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we're going to join your conversation in just a moment. But if you would share, uh, what's what's the way of people people find you on the www's? So <laughs> our um, our um, excuse me website is just tyrannosaurustech.com. Right. It's tough to spell, so it forces <laughs> people to uh, to Google it. And hey, it's memorable if nothing else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, there you'll find links to Twitter and cool. Facebook, and uh, we're pretty active on social media. And All right. you know, try to put a lot of good content about the local community out there. We'll jump on some social media during the show here. Uh, we kick back and enjoy the conversation uh, from these ladies right now joining us um, uh, for this episode, uh, Jasmine. Uh, and Tyra. And Tyra. Look like sisters, don't they? Uh, that's what I thought they were sisters until I just got the alert. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mom and daughter. They're related. Wow. A mom and daughter duo. And yeah. They, they've got some powerful hair, too. And these are the, the, the Dysons? Yes. In the, the room, Dysons. in the house. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and we have to, for uh, uh, transparency, we're uh, co working. We work neighbors. neighbors. We're right we out, get our to look yeah. out our window. Absolutely. I can look over Rich's sh- shoulder and see them. And he has to turn around, and there they are. And I was telling you, I was sharing with Craig beforehand. I was there till what the other night, uh, last week, till almost 11 o'clock at night. I was hoping to win the last man standing contest. But you, nah, but, not with these be, ladies. Because hey. I think you were prepping we for your lunch you. and learn, right? Yes, yeah, we were. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the studio. Uh, so we're excited, excited to hear y'all's uh, story. And our mantra here is now we, we are the proud sponsor of your story. Awesome. You like that? Yes or I yes? Like yes. Oh, with the yeah, Olympic team it. and everybody else? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and our story is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, so we where, going do, we, where, yeah, where do we get started? So before <laughs> we jump into um, P2P branded and uh, and what you shared at your luncheon, which was phenomenal, but talk to us about your backstory before uh, you launch this venture here. Um, well, I, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, we are um, P2P branded. We are originally from the beautiful city of Washington, D.C. All right. We are Washington, D.C. natives. And um, so our, our background pretty much is uh, presentation. We love everything presentation. We love fashion. We love all things that are presented well. My background is um, uh, event planner. And so I do large conventions, over 17,000 people, conferences and things what? like that. But How it's many? About, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, conferences are over um, 20,000 people. But pretty much that whole thing was about the experience and the experience that we used to provide for our attendees. Thus, again, that presentation, how people look when they come in the room when they feel and so um always had a love for entrepreneurship i've always been an entrepreneur um 
not always at 100%, but like that's always been my burning thing. And so um, we basically created P2P so that we could afford um, the opportunity to, for other people to realize their dreams as well who wanted to be um, entrepreneurs. And we wanted to provide them a space where they can create experiences as well for their, um, for their colleagues or for their attendees or customers where they could also stay in business. So it's like if you wanted to take that leap of faith into entrepreneurship, we wanted to make sure that you can do that, but not only get in and but stay in. That's mm. a great point because everybody at startup, we were just talking about, everybody wants to get into business. Yeah. Everybody start. <laughs> want to stay in business. Yeah. Everybody's finishing it up. Right? <laughs> so some of the folks you're talking about, you're ha- uh, helping are speakers and authors? Yeah. Coaches? Our, our primary niche is speaker, authors, and coaches, and okay. mostly because they are their brand. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have particularly uh, a specific product all the time. I mean, of course, eventually if you're a speaker, you need to probably write a book, and if you are an author, you would be speaking about your book already Most to market market your services or but, have a radio show so, here at a so that <laughs> that niche kind of came about organically um that just who we started to work with but then we started seeing some of the other needs that they did not have um how to properly and appropriately market themselves um in their space and so that's how we um that ended up being our niches but uh, also anyone that's in business um between their first five years of business just so just getting okay. started we like to get you early wow nice wow. nice so, so did you groom her into this position, or <laughs> vice versa? Uh, oh, wow. watch out! Watch Rever- reverse engineering. Uh-huh. Uh, there you go. Let's hear that story. So, I'm actually the the creative brain behind the brand. Um, so, I moved to Atlanta about two years ago um, after I, had, I graduated college, and I had the a horrible experience with my first job. So, um, I had job. already yeah corporate job. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had already kind of delved into entrepreneurship, and I liked the idea of it. So. Um, I kind of moved here to get a fresh start. Um, so I thought about all the things that I like to do. And as she said, presentation and design is my thing. I have a fashion background. So, you know, I'm creative from that perspective. So I started to teach myself graphic design. Mm. Um, and I worked with entrepreneurs. Um, some of my old high school teachers became entrepreneurs. And I helped them a lot with, you know, in the beginning stages of their business. So I got to experience, you know, some of the challenges they had um, and kind of helped to um, create some solutions to those problems. So um, I taught myself graphic design, and that's kind of where I started. Um, and I got clients here and there, and I, it, it became popular. But like she said, a lot of the clients that were drawn to me were speakers, authors, and coaches. Oh, okay. So um, that kind of organically created our market. And um, so that's kind of where we started and where we've blossomed to study in the industry. And it's gotten so much bigger, you know, over the last yeah. few years. Oh now everyone's a speaker, author, or coach, which is awesome for, you know, for, for what us. it is that we do. Um, so, you know, we, we've really kind of delved into that industry and studied some of the um, – Challenges and successes that they face so we can, you know, better help serve that market. And speaking of challenges, what have you found as being consistently that that thing that helps you separate your clients from everyone else that's out there speaking, authoring, and coaching? Um, I think for what it is that we try to do is connect people's passions organically to what it is that they speak about. Um, A lot of times people start businesses, especially starting out in this climate that we're in, everyone's an entrepreneur, and I think the glory of entrepreneurship is sown so much on social media that people get into it for the wrong reasons. So I think for us, we try to have our clients connect to whatever their core passion is, that, that, that thing that comes organically to them and kind of find ways to present that in a way that's unique to their, you know, demographics so that they, you know, stand out in this space where it's, you know, kind of overcrowded. Yeah, because the journey of entrepreneurship is you have to sometimes be reminded of the passion. Absolutely. There there is a lot of work. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Outstanding. Outstanding. 
All right. And uh, so what's a challenge in your business on a regular basis? Uh oh. <laughs> time. T- time. Time. Okay. There's never <laughs> enough time. <laughs> um, I think also um, it's trying trying to get our um, our customer base to to truly understand why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised. It's a lot of um, people out there that are, like she said, are, are speaking or they're life coaches. But the one question that we always ask every person that comes to us is like. What's your purpose? Mm-hmm. And, and what are you speaking about? And, 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 you know, why are you doing this, essentially? And it's like, oh, because I want to help all people. So the, the biggest challenge that we have is helping them really, truly define what their niche is going to be. Drill what's down. Exactly. Into, yeah, yeah. To figure out what their niche is going to be and then how that's going to speak to the audience and to their passion so their mission stays consistent. And the biggest challenge for us is trying to get our people to stay consistent, right, um, to, to make sure that their messages are constant and consistent but also in line with their brand values and a lot of times when they come to us they really truly haven't defined what that is yet (laughs) and so that's a challenge for us especially trying to create something for them even though just visually if they just come for something that's basic not strategy but maybe a website and then our minds are going you know like you really should back up because this (laughs) is not speaking to who you say you are as a brand Yeah, let's let's get WordPress and then then figure out what we're doing. I think we're right. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. W- what I'm hearing is a great observation: is that a lot of times just the engagement with y'all would help them. Uh, a lot of times you get into business and it helps that third party observation because sometimes you're in a bubble, right? And to hear an outsider's perspective um, and say and kind of give the uh, keep them on task, give them some accountability on um, what is their mission. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But speaking of brands, um, share with our our audience your brand, your uh, website, Point of Contact. We're going to bring Richard back into the conversation here and uh, roundtable this here in just a moment. Okay, so our our stuff is pretty simple. So we're www.p, the number two P, and branded with an E-D on the end, okay. dot com. And then on all social media platforms, we're just at P2P branded. Okay, perfect. So, uh, uh-oh, I think we just crashed your website here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, hang tight, ladies. We're going to uh, jump back in the conversation with Richard uh, Sims. And once again, you're listening to uh, Co-Founders Podcast, being brought to you in part by WeWork. Um, and the world's largest co-working collaborative workspace with... Uh, with the biggest heart. I think yeah, they have the they biggest do. heart. Yes, right? yes they, they do. They're awesome. We're huge fans, yeah. <laughs> and we want to hear y'all's story in just a minute, minute, but speaking of WeWork, so Richard, you were at an event at WeWork, right? I was, um, and this is where I met you, know, you yeah. of course, Rich, and this was probably a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And so, as you guys know well, and some of the listeners may be aware, there's a great... Um, you know, co-founders uh, meetup group. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's obviously a great place to meet uh, entrepreneurs, lots of passionate people with big ideas. Um, and really the format, which of course Rich can elaborate on since he organized it, but it's great because there's a lot of casual networking and it's very free form in that sense. Um, but there's a little bit of structure uh, in that you get an opportunity to introduce yourself, talk about your business, and uh, just as important, talk about if you're looking for uh, any particular skill set or someone to join your team. So a lot of folks there truly are, um, you know, a non-technical co-founder looking for a CTO type, uh, or in some instances, you know, maybe someone looking for a designer, you know, a contractor to do development work, whatever that might be, but great for general networking and, um, 
you know, especially if you have a specific role you're looking to fill, it's it's a fun group for sure. Oh yeah. Well, that's we're going to put that as that's our testimonial. That's <laughs> you just sound by better. And the only disclaimer I'd say you said to, you said Rich organized put it together. I have to um, uh, give credit as you mentioned to it's a team effort with uh, Craig obviously here our intern team, Absolutely. pro business events intern teams as well, but also the co-founders Lab. Uh, they're based out of New York, actually, ironically in a WeWork space up in New York, but they do these in 37 markets. And when we launched Co-Founders Podcast. Um, it was just a marriage made in heaven, right? Yeah. And we had a couple of conference calls. Fast forward. Let's let's put Atlanta on the map. Back right? on the map. Yeah, yeah. back on the map. Because that co-founders <laughs> lab meetup group had been dormant for a long time, right, right. under four hundred members yeah. at one time. And and uh, now we ramp that up, and we're going to do it every other month or so uh, here uh, at, at different venues throughout uh, Atlanta. So we're the ambassadors. There you go. Exactly. We're the city lead ambassadors. <laughs> but um, but uh, well said, well spoken. Uh, I'm going to borrow many of the p- talking points All you right, just great. mentioned. Yeah. So let's jump back into. Uh, Tyrannosaurus Tech. Yes, you're okay, getting I, it. I'm getting close. <laughs> He's getting there. He's I, I missed the Y last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got tech. Did I get that right? Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> you're right. You're right. So uh, back to what's what's a day look like for you? What's some of your challenges? What's some of your um, success stories? Sure. Um, so that was about a seven point question. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to answer it in a concise way. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun for us, and uh, of course, I should mention I have an amazing co-founder naturally in the okay, business. Perfect. So his name is Carlos Gonzalez, uh, super sharp, uh, highly technical guy, and so I've known him for years in the tech community here, and we you know joined up on starting this new business not too long ago. A shout out to Carlos or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, he'll appreciate that. But our day. Are, are really uh, dynamic and, and very fluid in a positive way, largely because, you know, in a sense, we're doing a lot of consulting. Um, that is truly part of the business model, but it also just comes about naturally because we're speaking with people, uh, people typically that aren't super technical, but have ideas that they need to bring to life, right? In some instances, that could be super simple website for a new business that just needs kind of a marketing brochure site, right? And then obviously that trends to the other end of the spectrum where it may be a very sophisticated application that is, you know, mobile as well as web-based and has various APIs and integrations at play. Um, So super interesting in terms of dealing with different types of businesses, different industries, entrepreneurs at at different stages as far as how much traction they have. So we're helping them, uh, consulting them on the business side, but also the technical side. And kind of like you all were saying earlier, similarly, a big challenge for us actually is everyone does want to do a startup, which is awesome. We love that (laughs) and in no way mean to um, put a damper on that. But you know, everyone has this huge idea that's very multifaceted and, oh, and then it's going to integrate with LinkedIn and we're going (laughs) to, you know, use this or that. be a bidding war over us in three years we're exiting. We're going to hire Richard Branson to work for us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So similarly, we do a lot of um, kind of managing scope and essentially, you know, just trying to practice lean startup methodologies and, you know, explaining what a minimum viable product is and how to iterate and kind of getting people in that um, startup mindset so that they don't you know, overextend themselves before they've really vetted their idea or done much customer discovery. Hmm. Craig, I'm loving what he's saying. This is some of the conversations you and I've had of like, uh, we see this scalable to uh, NASA's going to give us a call, right? (laughs) 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 Um, But how do you, that is a tough conversation or battle to have is Mm -hmm. like um, uh, global, but let's dial it down to local and, and those logical steps. Right. Right, it's kind of harnessing. You're like, a, you know, how they do. Um, they you herd cattle in right, a sense. You're, right. you're really trying to focus all of that energy because you don't want them to lose that momentum. Oh yeah, sure. And you want them to 
keep that fire, right. like I said earlier, right. uh, this journey of entrepreneurship, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you got to be reminded at times about that passion. So you want to kind of harness it and not, you don't want them to right. lose You don't want to stifle yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But if, um, I think, you, Craig, you said a few times, if or there's people that have these, uh, uh, actually in the co-founders lab, they talk about this, mm. as at these events, you need this balance of team. Because right. there's nothing wrong with the guy, like we have whiteboards all over the studio here. You could spend a day just... Uh, uh, conceptualizing amazing ideas, but at some point you got to like implementation. Mm -hmm. right? Sure, sure. Ready, aim, fire. Um, so, uh, what's next uh, for your business? Speaking of iterations, what's your global? What's your uh, what's your big picture mission here? Yeah, great question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's full of them. He's try, full of them. No, I try to get one. I, I, I have so. a quota of one per show. Yeah, yeah. So you well over there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we have a lot of goals, obviously, and again, it's a, a relatively young business in a good way, so there's a lot of directions we can go with it. Um, I think naturally, you know, we're wanting to grow uh, the business itself and kind of the services side that we're offering. Um, I was running, um, in tandem with a partner, a, a company before this that really did web and mobile development training. Okay. So this was kind of a natural uh, transition to right, me right. to get more hands-on with product again rather than training developers. But we uh, very successfully set up like a multi-city presence. So we have okay. offices in, uh, I think, nine different cities at this point, which is pretty crazy. So yeah. in Craig's some, writing notes down yeah. now. You got his attention there. So yeah. in <laughs> some ways with Tyrannosaurus Tech, uh, we aspire to that too. You know, I think there's a lot of businesses that have our model and this is not to um you know say it's necessarily a bad thing but oftentimes it's a couple really technical developers that are pretty heads down in their work and there's right. not a lot of focus on uh, growth and scaling something services-based which can be challenging so we definitely aspire to have um a really strong community presence here in Atlanta first, and then hopefully spread into other markets. Uh, and then aside from that, you know, kind of the most common <laughs> uh, goal or dream for a lot of services-based kind of yeah. technical uh, consultancies or service providers is to, uh, in time, roll out our own products, right? So Carlos and I both have um, what we think are, are great ideas for true products that we could market. Um, and, you know, part of the beauty of uh, a services-based business is we can, um, you know, put our skill to good use and generate revenue, and then over time focus more and more on products that we think we can truly market, uh, you know, in the long run. So that's kind of like a MailChimp here, for example. Okay. That's kind of the, you know, the hero of the Atlanta tech community. Oh, yeah. They started as a business very similar to us, and over time they developed, obviously, this e-marketing solution that kind of took over oh. and became the true business. Mm. Mm. Yeah, huge fans of uh, MailChimp. Um, uh, just, I remember I was just a free customer, and they threw a huge customer appreciation party at this fancy art museum and uh, food trucks. Just everything was free. and You got them at food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. You get rich at so, food. Yeah. So, Richard, I'm going to have you uh, share your website one more time. We're going to uh, engage the ladies here. We want to hear your WeWork testimony or story in just a moment. Richard, uh, once again, what's the website or point of contact for you? Uh, it's tyrannosaurustech.com. And, uh, again, similar title on all <laughs> social media except for Twitter where it's at T-Y-R-A-N-N -N tech. Yeah. Um, and I'm just Richard at TyrannosaurusTech.com. Cool. Yeah. Um, Twitter, if you could just buy a couple more vowels, whatever. We have the That's same right. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a, we've got like an Asian spin we to do, ours. Yeah. They're the only chance. ones. They make it tough. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they can make some serious cash. They could sell one letter, you know, I think, for I think they're like working a million on dollars yeah. on, on right. for certain companies. But uh, all right. So um, once again, you're listening to... 
the co-founders podcast, uh, broadcasting on the Pro Business Channel from our Atlanta studios, uh, being brought to you in part by WeWork, which is our next segue. So, ladies, if you wouldn't mind, tell us um, your WeWork story. Um, well, initially we heard of rework when we were in DC. I think okay. now they've added like two locations, I even know. since I've been in Atlanta. Right. They got a stay up there too. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, so we first fell in love with the concept. I mean, we were looking to really get serious about our business, and we wanted somewhere professional to meet our clients. And um, we heard about WeWork, and so we toured a couple of them. And so my old office used to be at the WeWork Wonder Bread. Oh, really? Um, oh, yes, in the, in the Shaw Howard University area. And um, again, we just totally fell in love with the concept. And um, when Jasmine moved here, um, as our business was growing, um, she started looking for spaces that were similar to the WeWork and the WeWork brand and, and motto and mission. And um, of, clearly there is a few here, but none really spoke to us like WeWork did. And then one day she called and said, guess what? <laughs> They're building a WeWork in Atlanta. We was like, are you kidding me? Get on it. And yeah. so, um, but again, uh, I think for us, um, WeWork speaks to what we want to do as entrepreneurs, you know, and their whole mission and, and building that space, you know, never settle, work hard or do what you love to me is really what speaks to me. Um, having been in corporate America all my life um, and just working for someone else, but always wanting to be able to do exactly what I love 24 seven, seven days a week. Um, and then that just fueled my passion. And so again, for me, um, just the whole concept of the community and, and everybody sharing their ideas um, and, and networking with each other. I mean, I, that for me, um, their business model is our, it's essentially, honestly, it's our business model. That's why we do what yeah, we do. Yeah. And so it's just the perfect marriage, I believe. Outstanding. And um, speaking of, uh, we work, like I said, I attended your lunch and learn. I pulled up, I, I pulled up my notes uh, from, <laughs> <laughs> from the lunch so and learn. So awesome. some follow up well, Okay. So some follow up questions for folks that weren't there. So talk to us about, um, uh, we, we don't have time for all five elements, but you mentioned these five elements of a brand mm-hmm. hit on a couple of those points. Uh, I made a note about the power of the brand, the clear brand uh, guidelines. Jasmine, maybe hit on okay. one or um, one So or two. I'll talk about um, one of the points that I made is, um, you know, some of the mistakes that people make. So the principles were kind of built off of some of the mistakes people make in branding. And one of them was that people don't understand the power of a brand um, and really uh, connecting with people on any, an emotional level. Um, some of the most successful brands, as I mentioned, are, you know, started because they have some type of problem burning problem that they solve for their consumers so really connecting to the users and you know meeting them where they are um so that was you know one of the first points that I made and then also um I think today we have so much going on that, you know, people get confused and they have all these ideas and they kind of flush them together and send them out. But the thing about, you know, true branding and some of the people who do branding the best is that they're very consistent in their messaging and their marketing. So, you know, from a visual presence, you'll always consistently see their stuff go out in a certain way. They'll always present their information in a certain way. The, the continuity. Exactly. Yeah. The exactly. content is consistent. So, right. so Tyra, talk, I, my, one of my notes here is um, talk to us about uh, you're always the customer. <laughs> that, that principle, that idea. I love that idea. Uh, absolutely. Um, I, I think we're, we're in this area where we always say the customer is always right. And so I think as an entrepreneur, you just have to remember that whether you are serving or being served, you have to put your plate yourself in the place of a customer. It's it's a long old adage that we all were taught, treat people the way that you want to be treated. Because even though I'm the customer, 
that person and someone serving me, but that person has the opportunity to recommend me to someone else. So you want to treat every single one, even if you're paying someone for a service, you want to make sure that you are still treating them the way that you want to be treated with the same level of respect because you never know where your next customer is right, coming yeah. from, right? right? And so if you're mean to the printers or even to the lady in the cleaners and she knows that we do you know, brand management for some yeah. small businesses and overhear a conversation, well, if we're not treating her properly or we're always the angry person and just very rude, most likely she's not going to recommend my company to someone else, right? And so I think it's just imperative to remember that you are always a customer whether you are serving and or being served. Wow. The only people maybe she'd recommend is the other angry uh, people. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite quote by Jim Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn once yes. said that um, you actually have his in your your book or the CD in your office. I, mm. I, I just mm-hmm. remember that. Yeah. I do. But um, Great he, one of my favorite yeah, phrases he used to say is, you know, there's really only seven mean, mean, nasty, ugly people in the world. However, they tend to move around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Jim Rohn. Yeah. Um, so, Richard, uh, let's a little open panel discussion here. Have you all been making some notes or conversation? What are some? Uh, uh, I'm going to have you put on your interview hats. Uh, what are some thoughts amongst y'all at the table? And uh, Craig, you're at the table as well, so maybe you can. Uh, here's where we don't want to have silent. Right. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um, I have a question. Okay. So, and you all have, you know, you spoke to this a little bit, obviously, but. Um, you know, given that, like you all, I'm living in the startup world a lot, and uh, we don't do branding, so we may very well be able to refer folks to nice. you all at times, but um, we naturally do uh, a little bit of design, and again, we wouldn't call it branding, but some degree of kind of coaching on how to, you know, have a succinct uh, message mm-hmm. or kind of carve out a niche and not cast too broad of a net. Like, do you all have kind of a like a concise list of just tips you would give to someone, let's say launching a new website about having like a easy to digest brand, uh, you know, just kind of coming out of the gate. Yeah. Um, one of the, the a couple of the principles that, that um, we, we really talk about, we, People first need to, before they do anything, and we typically, even for our clients, we send them what we call a brand questionnaire. And um, that's normally the hardest thing, which is amazing to me because a lot of these people are already operating in their business, but (laughs) they normally can't fill it out. And it's just asking basic things about your mission, your base, who's your target audience, things like that. Why do you do what you do? And um, the one thing that we want to put in their mind is uh, the power of the P. Um, And that's really, you know, you need to prepare, you need to plan, then you need to position yourself, right, Mm. to go out and to present your business, and that will fuel your profits. And so, again, if you keep those five principles in your mind when you're trying to figure out your business or what is my website? Again, how am I going to prepare for this? What should it look like? What are my, are my colors consistent with our personalities? Things like that. You know what I mean? Just the simple things that you don't think about. Um, and so, yeah, we do actually have have a list of tips that we give them to start to even think about your brand in that way. Because again, every single person, even if you're working for a big company, again, you represent that company. So you are your brand and your brand is essentially your business. And, um, and people like people, right? If I don't like you, I don't care if you have the best company or in the world, I'm not doing business with you, nor am I recommending you, right? And because you're representative of the brand that I don't like. Now, if you're working for a big major brand, you're hurting that brand, right? Because you represent them. Yeah. And and so, again, it's just a matter of we just give really curious tips. And again, that power of the P, you have to prepare, you have to plan. You know what I mean? You definitely have to put yourself in position. And that's marketing, that's, that's talking to people, you know, getting your research, getting your knowledge together about your industry and things like that. So we, we definitely do. I, I love the power of the P being that we're pro business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
our that first name starts you, with a B. Yeah. That was yeah. just for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would piggyback off that. I would just say, you know, the simplest thing is just to keep it simple. Um, I think a lot of times, because I do a lot of web design as well, and I think the issue that a lot of my clients have is that they overcomplicate what it is that they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're speaking from an expert's perspective, but the people you are speaking to or trying to serve don't understand that. So I always try to tell them, it's like, come down. You know, speak to me at my level. You want to speak to people who have no clue about what it is that you do mm-hmm. or what service you're providing. And you kind of want to, you know, meet people where they are. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Yep. Great point. Uh, I know I'm thinking the the, uh, the 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 idea team has come up several times in the conversation. So, Richard, um, talk to us about uh, a little bit Carlos's role, but also mm-hmm. uh, amongst all of you, who are you looking to have join your team? Because we were on a co-founders podcast, and like we said, we had the co-founders lab event. So, uh, who would be on your short list to kind of round out your team? Um, and and same to y'all, or if you want to make it open ended, kind of uh, maybe things you look for um, that would complement your team. Yeah, right. Um, I'm happy to go first if that's okay. So, mm-hmm. first of all, um, kind of being a, a small business, and it's it's still fair to call us uh, a startup. You know, the biggest thing that we are looking for is. You know, as cheesy as it may sound, folks that are hungry and folks that are mm-hmm. uh, very malleable. And yeah. um, I think the most important thing in entrepreneurship and startups is just a willingness to learn. And, um, you know, some of that is, I think, truly a personality type. A lot of it can be learned. Right. Uh, and the main thing there is just, and I don't know if you all have much exposure to computer programming, which is a lot of what we do, right? But a lot of people kind of have the misconception that, Good programmers are just, you know, rocket scientists that right. just sit down and stream of consciousness yeah, write yeah. this amazing app. And that, it's just not how it works. It's about problem solving. It's about hitting errors and navigating through those and taking a big problem and breaking it down into smaller pieces. So generally people that um, fight that urge to throw their hand up and, and or have someone come help them but are willing to dig themselves. And, you know, thank the Lord these days we have great things like Google and mm-hmm. the, the world is your oyster. <laughs> um, so for us, uh, you know, uh, we're always looking for great developers, great designers. Uh, again, you know, experience is great, but even if you're at a relatively junior level and you yeah. can kind of demonstrate that hunger, we're, we're all about that. Um, and then the only other thing I would mention for us uh, that I have found to be insanely beneficial in the past is someone that does, you know, social media and content. Okay. Uh, it's not my strong yeah. suit, but I, I know what a big impact that can make to yeah. have someone really focused on that. And that does speak to your brand, your, you know, mm-hmm. your online presence, your P, that's another presence. <laughs> P is your presence. That's right. That's the third P. Um, we're almost out of time, so real briefly, uh, who would round out your team? Or uh, um, um, I would say, you know, some something similar to him. I, I think for us, we um, are kind of in this place where we're looking for other creative people to kind of brainstorm because we deal a lot with people who are doing personal brands. We're in constant need of, you know, photographers and makeup artists okay. and designers. And so, you know, those people would be great. And also from the technical side of it, we, you know, I, I do want to transition into um, doing more technical stuff. So, you know, web developers and coders and things like that will round out our team well, too. All right. So, um, uh, the pictures and photography, that kind of thing, yeah. Visual. Visual. All right. I was trying to look for a, a P for visual. Well, <laughs> I, ran, I ran out of P's. I, I that's, used a that, that, that's, that's a part yeah. of your presentation. Your yeah. presentation. That's a part of your presentation. All right. I was worried I ran out of P's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, we are officially out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Craig, your closing thoughts, uh, today's episode. Just join us at WeWorks, folks.
folks just join us at WeWork. <laughs> yes. That's, that's all I have to I say. I second there. that. That's where We've this got, is our. If you're not at the studio, you need to be over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we call this our um, broadcast studio, and WeWork is our creative studio. So. Yeah. Most definitely. We'll see you um, at one, our next event. Oh, yeah. We'll see you. We'll so see go, you just go to event. Pro Business Events. That's it. And um, there's more events than you can handle. Most definitely. <laughs> That's our motto. <laughs> we'll see you all next time on another episode of the Co Founders Podcast. Thank you for joining Rich Casanova and his guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Co Founders Radio. Hey, I'm Maurice. As a barber, you might think my scissors are my main tool, but really, it's Metro. That's where I got my iPhone 7. Its camera makes sharing my cuts as simple as snip, snap, share. Right now, get an iPhone 7 with a camera that shoots 4K for just $49.99 when you switch to the number one brand in prepaid. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Requires port in a eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or active on Metro in past 90 days and verification of ID and independent database. Limit four per account slash household. 32 gigabyte iPhone 7 model only. No tethering. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip.